Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Inside the Coach's Office. My name is Tom Murphy Jr. I'm here as always with Coach Brian Barnes. And holy smokes, go blue. We've got wide receiver coach from the University of Michigan, Ron Bellamy. And he is here to talk with us about some really, really cool things that are going on in the state of Michigan with high school football. So, Brian, I'm going to let you uh, just lead this thing right off and, and go ahead and just start us off with your first question for Coach Bellamy. I will. Coach, I appreciate you being here, man. Thank you. I uh, got, the, thanks, got Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, it's exciting. You know, I had the chance to get to know you a little bit over the years, um, you know, working downtown with the Lions and whatnot and, uh, you know, just meeting you through the game of high school football. So I greatly appreciate it. You know, I, the big reason for me personally, I wanted you to, uh, you know, get on our podcast and talk a little bit was, um, you know, you obviously had a ton of success at West Bloomfield High School um, and you made the transition, you know, coaching to the next level. And there's a lot of there's a lot of high school coaches in Michigan, you know, that are doing great things, you know, that are that also want to make that jump or a similar jump um, or have done that already. You know, one I can think of off the bat is Corey Parker at River Rouge. Really excited. We had him on our podcast a few weeks ago and, um, you know, now he's he accepted a position at Toledo and we're super excited for him. So if you could talk to me about, um, you know, how that transition went for you. Um, and is there any advice maybe for aspiring coaches that, um, you know, want to make that transition or attempt to make that transition to coaching at the next level? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, uh, first and foremost, before I uh, answer that question, um, Corey's a dear friend of mine, and I just wanted to congratulate him on, uh, you know, uh, great success at River, you know, at, at the school he came from and, uh, you know, continued success at Toledo. I got a chance to talk to Coach Parker, and I'm uh, very happy for him. Uh, in regards to me, um, you know, the advice that I would give coaches is uh, – the adjustment that I had to had to have was it really was family oriented. You know, our hours as college coaches are a little bit more um, challenging than it is at the high school level, uh, especially as head coaches at the high school level where we get to kind of dictate the schedule. So for me, um, you know, that 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 was one of the more challenging parts, not so much for myself, but more so for my family. Uh, just uh, an example is, you know, eating dinner together, you know, all the time. Now that that changes, especially in season. Um, you know, missing kids, uh, events, you know, uh, you don't go to as many as you used to. I still go to my kids events, but not as, you know, I used to go to everything. So you try to catch as much as you can. And, um, and I, I do believe that it's just the, uh, you know, just the lifestyle change, but, but all in all, you know, the opportunity to coach college football is, uh, is a decision that, that I'm glad I made. And, um, you know, I'm not looking back, uh, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to be in the position I am and, uh, for me, going back to my alma mater, it's it's been awesome. I want to ask you the the transition from going from the position change that you had this this year. How, how different is it coaching secondary to to coaching um, wide receivers? I, obviously, you're you were a wide receiver. So, how was that transition for you? And and how can other coaches? take some of the advice that you, you have for them and, and being versatile and, and being able to coach different positions? Yeah, I think, um, you know, one of the things that uh, I think you asked a lot of high school coaches what position they coach, many of them will probably say what positions, right, across the, the offense and defensive side of the balls. Um, you know, for me, 
Uh, you know, when I was at the high school level, I got a chance to uh, – I was defensive backs coach and wide receivers coach, and I kind of wore both hats. And uh, it definitely prepared me for my uh, transition when I got to Michigan. And I remember when Coach Harbaugh called and asked if I uh, – you know, what were my thoughts on it? And I said, whatever's best for the team. And I took it and didn't, you know, didn't look back because I wasn't afraid because, uh, uh, you know, I've done that before. I've coached defensive backs before, and, you know, it was a brand-new scheme that I hadn't been accustomed to, but – I knew I had tremendous amount of support and I had some great coaches to work with. And, you know, I trusted that and I trusted uh, the development I had over my own playing career. And, you know, now that I'm on the offensive side of the ball, obviously it's more natural for me being a former receiver. But I do think coaching on the defensive side of the ball has a really open um, from a collegiate standpoint. You know, I've seen some I see the game a little differently now, but uh, but in, in a good way, obviously. But uh, it's, it's just been it's been a blessing thus far. Coach, do you, do you find your, your coaching style uh, has changed maybe a little bit, the way you coach, um, you know, your high school kids in your program compared to the kids you're coaching um, at the University of Michigan? Or do you kind of look at it as, you know, a growth mentality regardless, right? So you want to coach your kids up and just, just see improvement? Um, or do you find yourself handling things a little bit different um, at both stops? Yeah, no, you know – you are who you are, you know, and, and you don't change up. Uh, you know, one of the biggest things is I think, uh, you know, Coach, Coach B, uh, you know, us being head coaches, you know, we wear many hats as head coaches. And I think now just being a position coach, uh, you know, you love every kid on your team, but really your primary focus is the guys within your position group. And, um, you know, you coach them the same, you know, you bring a lot of positive energy, uh, encouraging, making sure that, uh, you know, you're showing love, love to your kids, and, and, and they want to be developed. You know, the old saying, and I firmly believe in this, kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And that goes for youth football, high school, college, and professional football. When people know that you genuinely care about them and you have their best interests at heart, you're going to get everything out of them. How did you keep these kids motivated on a, on such a high level? Because, like, in high school sports, you know, you're dealing with teenagers that are that are just they're teenagers, you know. So and and you found a way to find ultimate success and, and keep these these kids focused every day. Cause to win a state championship, especially in division one, these kids had to be focused every day. How did you maintain that? Um, I think a lot of it came from the culture that they came from at their own homes. You know, um, you know, we had we were fortunate in West Bloomfield where we didn't have, uh, you know, we had great kids that came from great families. And uh, one of the biggest things was, uh, you know, we wanted that. We wanted to take the culture that the kids had at home and then bring it to our, to our football program. But uh, it, it was an um, you know, unbelievable experience when we won the state championship. But a lot of it had to do with uh, we had great parental involvement. Um, our kids knew what the expectations were. Uh, we had very little distractions. We had zero off the field issues. And uh, we did all this during COVID year. So uh, we were fortunate. And, um, you know, a testament to, like I mentioned, the parents in our program, most importantly the kids in our program. But we had tremendous amount of support from our administration and, um, and um, our coaching staff in my eyes were second to none. So, Coach, I, I know you're not um, originally from the state of Michigan, but ha having coached, you know, at West Bloomfield High against some of the other top-notch programs in the state of Michigan, what, what was it about um, – Michigan high school football or the coaches or the players that really stood out to you. Um, maybe it was, 
you know, just the great coaches that we have in the state uh, or, or, or the great players. What um, what stood out to you? You know, the, the state of Michigan has great football. If you if you look at uh, per capita, the numbers, uh, the state of Michigan in, in its entirety, you look at the number of NFL football players. You know, we're up there in the top 12, top 15 in the country. And that just speaks volumes that Michigan football, high school football is real. Uh, you know, being a Southerner, being from Louisiana and, you know, this argument I always have with my guys down there is that they don't play football in the, they call it the North. I'm like, oh, it's not the North, it's the Midwest. But, uh, but, but, but Michigan has a strong brand of football. Uh, the state of Michigan has a ton of youth level high school coaches who love the game of football. They're super passionate about it. And they take the things that they believe in and that they know and they instill it on the kids. And that's why the kids are playing at a high level. You know, you turn on a power five football game in college football and chances are you're going to see at least one or a couple of kids from the state of Michigan. You know, you turn on the NFL football game. Chances are you're going to see a kid that's representing the state of Michigan. And we saw that in the Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud that I've lived out here, you know, state of Michigan for a very long time. And um, I'm proud that I got an opportunity to coach at the high school level here for, for quite some time. And it's definitely helped shape me into the, the man I am today. I just went in the state championship, Coach. What, what was a memory uh, that stood out to you? Was there something that stood out to you? Maybe it was a specific player or a specific moment, you know, maybe where your guys were finally like, hey, I got it. You know, uh, what stood out to you that, in that regard? Winning the state championship was probably, uh, you know, you look at it. When you look at your career, you look at your resume, um, obviously that's going that goes up there. And I just remember that feeling of being surreal. But, my, but that, that doesn't hit the most memorable moments of my career. Uh, for me, it's multiple, uh, and they're all the same. And the biggest one is National Signing Day. Um, that, one really, uh, that one really hits, hard, hits home for me because you get these kids as 13-, 14-year-old kids. And I, sco- I coached middle school basketball for, for quite some time. And um, when I got a chance to know some of the kids since they were in the sixth and seventh grade, and uh, one kid in particular, I give an example, was uh, Donovan Edwards. You know, we're at Michigan together. I've been knowing Donovan since the third grade. And you just watch a kid go through the physical development, the mental development over the course of their careers. And then you see him sign a piece of paper in February or, or December for the early signees. It's, it's, you know, it just shows you the discipline, the detail, and the commitment that they made uh, throughout their high school career. And now it came to fruition in, in, in their signing scholarships. And uh, I can't say one moment, but, but that day in particular, those days, National Signing Day, were some of my favorite times um, when I was a high school coach. Coach Bellamy, with all the new things that are going on in college football right now with uh, NIL and, and all this, how do high school coaches deal with, with all of this? Like, is, is there advice that you could give uh, as far as like, don't let your kids become superstars before they're superstars. And, but now you got like sophomore kids get, getting dollar signs in their eyes and they're sophomores in high school because they're, they're that good. And now they know that whatever school they go to could, could reflect something like that. Like, is there some advice that, that you could give to high school coaches how to how to tame this down? Or is this just a wildfire that's that's a new breed of football? No, I, I, I think from a high school coach's standpoint, you know, you continue to emphasize the word humility. You know, you, you can't change that. Um, you know, I think it's a good thing for college uh, 
athletes that they are looked in the light that they can, you know, um, you know, make money off their name, image, and likeness. Uh, that's not a bad thing. Uh, but at the at, at the high school level, you know, you just kind of as a coach, all you can kind of all you can do is continue to you know coach and develop kids and, and make sure that they understand uh, what teams about. You know, understand that these four years that you have in high school, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like playing on a on Friday night under the lights or you play, you know, uh, uh, lower level football. There's nothing like Thursday night lights and Saturday morning games. If you play on Saturdays, there's nothing like it. And that experience that you have for those four years, when that goes away, you can't get them again. You can't recreate those moments and those memories. And, you know, if the kids are fortunate to get, you know, NIL deals when they get to college, bless them, you know, because obviously they're deserving of it. But from a high school coach's standpoint, you know, you just can keep pushing that humility envelope. And, and you know, hopefully the kids, uh, it resonates with them and they buy into that. So, Coach, I know um... – you know, we're real short for time and you're a busy guy and we greatly appreciate your time joining us for this podcast. One of the things we do, we, we finish up our podcast with our guests, guests and ask them, was there a specific tradition um, that you had while coaching at West Bloomfield high that um, was pretty unique to you guys that you thought was pretty cool that, you know, you could share with us. Interesting. That's a good one. A tradition that we had. Um, I think one of the, one of the cooler things we had was a, uh, one of my favorite moments was a day before, uh, a couple of days before we played our first game. You know, we're circling around middle of the field and you know, everyone get a chance to kind of talk about the seniors, that is. They get a chance to talk about their experiences in high school and they talked about uh, what their outlook was for the season and what they hope to obtain, uh, uh, obtain during the season. And it's crazy because it brings tears to your eyes because – I mentioned a minute ago, you get these kids at 13, 14 years old. And, uh, you know, a lot of these kids come in and everything's about, I want to go to the league. That's the first thing they say, I want to go to the league. Well, that's a process before you go to the league, you know, and uh, just watching them, you know, buy into the culture. And then by the end of their, by the end of their careers, everything's about team and we, and how we're going to do it, what we're going to do to get there. And those guys making ultimate sacrifices to, uh, you know, to win for their win for their school and win for their for their teammates, and um, we did that every year. We just circled around, and, and the seniors got a chance to talk about you know what the expectations and goals were. Uh, that's probably one of the more memorable things. I guess last question is, uh, what does it mean to be a Michigan Wolverine right now in this landscape of? Big Ten champs, like like coming back to your alma mater, and then what can you? Um, just say about what it means to be a Michigan Wolverine. For me to leave the high school world where um, I had some of the best times of my life, you know, my family had the best times of their life. Uh, for me to leave that situation, it had to be something near and dear to my heart, and that was Michigan. And, um, you know, every day I walk through those doors of Schimbeckler Hall and I walk in my office and um, I, I smile. I can't take a smile off. I'm home. Um, I came in as a 17 year old kid from New Orleans, Louisiana, and now, you know, you know, uh, and I'm an adult now, married with a family, with, with kids. And I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to go to Michigan because uh, I learned so many things about myself. I learned so many things about the great people in the state of Michigan and it's home and you take pride in things that you love. And for me, when Coach Harbaugh called and uh, 
He wanted me to come and join the staff. Uh, you know, my family and I, we prayed on it, but we knew it was a no-brainer to come back home and, um, you know, wanted to be part of something uh, special. And uh, this past year, if I had to, if I had to uh, write a book, I don't think I could script it any better than what happened for me this past year. You know, winning the state championship and coming and winning the Big Ten championship and beating the team in Ohio, it was unbelievable. And they, they playing a college football playoff year one. Um, the bar is definitely high, but, uh, you know, um, we got a lot of Michigan men in our football program and uh, we got a great Michigan man leading us in Coach Harbaugh. And uh, the bar is high, but we're going to keep climbing higher and uh, making sure that, uh, you know, we, we, we reach levels that we, we expect to reach. Tom, this, our podcast, man, is killing it. Like the, our guests have been phenomenal coach. We greatly appreciate you being here, man. This is uh, yeah. this has been awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for having me. You guys do a heck of a job and keep it going. And uh, you know, the, the, the guys that the, 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 the gents and ladies that you guys are bringing on, uh, you know, keep it going, man, because everyone has something special to say. Everyone has a story. And, and I hope tonight that I was able to enlighten some things and, um, and, and I hope somebody grabs something from it. Excellent. Absolutely. Well, Thanks, Coach. Look, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Inside the Coach's Office. Thank you, Coach Bellamy. Go blue, baby. Go blue. Uh, Coach Barnes, you're the man. You made this happen. You said it. You got connections, my brother. You sure do. <laughs> we got we got Coach Bellamy on tonight. So let's go, uh, baby. It's awesome, man. Uh, Coach Bellamy, thank you so much. Uh, uh, for Brian Barnes, this is Tom Murphy Jr. This is inside the coach's office. Ooh, baby. <laughs> We're going to have to top that. What are we going to do next week, man? What the heck are we going to do next week, Brian? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough one, Tom. Oh, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the uh, inside the coach's office. Thank you for tuning in. And we will see you next week. 